Welcome back to WTBU News Today. I'm Jenny Kornreich. Boston has been pretty dreary and rainy lately. Temperatures for Monday are expected to reach a high of a whopping 28 degrees, with the rest of the week looking pretty warm, up to 50s in on Wednesday and Thursday. And there's actually going to be a chance of snow on Friday, and for next weekend, we'll heat back up to around the high 40s. Now we'll move on to the Boston University COVID-19 dashboard update. On Saturday, March 13th, 10 members of the Boston University community tested positive for COVID-19. For the week of March 7th to March 13th, 0.24% of tested students were deemed positive for the coronavirus, with 0.11% of tested faculty and 0.15% of tested staff also receiving positive test results. On average, BU's lab took 17.2 hours to process each test. 73 students are currently in isolation, and 1,013 students have recovered from the disease. And now, here's Varsha Subramanian with your weekly campus calendar report. On Monday, the Labyrinth of Light will open to all BU students outside the Law Auditorium at 767 Commonwealth Avenue. The Labyrinth of Light will be projected on the ground, allowing students to walk over it and contemplate their future. The labyrinth will start at 6 p.m. and end at 9.30 p.m. and will continue on until Thursday. On Thursday, costume design professionals will be conducting a virtual seminar open to all members of the BU community titled Period Costume Designed Through the Lens of Bridgerton. To register, visit bu.edu slash alumni slash events. On Friday, the College of Mental Health programs at Boston University will be hosting an interactive game social for students to socialize while playing games like Pictionary and Charades. The event is from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, contact cjolly at bu.edu. In the Bayou AE, I'm Varsha Subramanian for WTBU News. Joining us now is Alex Corey with a story about a stabbing near Faneuil Hall. Boston police are investigating a stabbing that took place just outside of a Faneuil Hall restaurant Saturday night and left two people injured. The incident happened just after 10 p.m. outside of Bell and Hand Tavern, according to police. Authorities said a 36-year-old Randolph man was being disruptive at the restaurant, and when the bouncers asked him to leave, that is when he stabbed the two victims on the property. Each victim was taken to Mass General Hospital for their injuries, which were described by police as non-life-threatening. The Randolph man was arrested and charged with assault and battery with a dangerous weapon and assault by means of a dangerous weapon, according to police. He will be arraigned in Boston Municipal Court on Monday. In Boston, Mass., I'm Alex Corey for WTBU News. And now we'll head over to Stephanie Joseph for a story about the COVID-19 vaccine distribution effort. Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, spoke out against state leaders easing public health restrictions in a Meet the Press interview on Sunday. Almost 37 million people have been fully vaccinated, with Johnson & Johnson becoming the third vaccine approved for use in the U.S. last February, raising optimism for quicker vaccine administration. The seven-day average of positive COVID-19 cases also fell to around 57,000 in recent weeks, a number the nation hasn't reached since October. 
States such as Iowa, Mississippi, Montana, Oklahoma, and Texas ended their mask mandates in response to the drop in infections. Other states have begun to eliminate indoor capacity limits. In the interview, Fauci stated that this was risky because even though there is a steep decline in the number of infections in the U.S., a surge in cases is still possible given newer variants of coronavirus that are more contagious or that vaccines aren't equipped to target. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Stephanie Joseph for WTBU News. Next, a story from Taylor Coaster out of New York. New York City held a virtual memorial to honor the tens of thousands of New Yorkers who have died of COVID-19 on Sunday, the anniversary of the city's first virus-related death. The memorial was streamed online on the city's website as well as on social media platforms beginning at 7.45 p.m. The ceremony included names and photographs of the deceased, with families encouraged to submit photos of their loved ones. New York City's first confirmed death was an 82-year-old woman with emphysema, and the city has since lost over 30,000 people to the virus. Mayor Bill de Blasio said the city will develop a plan for a more permanent memorial, quote, a place that people can gather and remember their loved ones, unquote. And finally, an update from Varsha Subramanian about protests in Myanmar. At least 14 people were killed on Sunday during protests in Yangon, Myanmar. As the country steps into its sixth week of protests against the military coup, Security forces opened fire in Myanmar's main city, Yangon, as demonstrators used knives and sticks. Other three were killed in parts of the country, including Mandalay and Bango, amongst them a police officer. This marks the second death of an officer since the start of the protests. Besides guns, security forces also used rubber bullets. Witnesses claimed that smoke covered the entire city and gunshots were heard all day. Moreover, China's embassy urged Myanmar to safeguard the country's factories after two Chinese businesses were set on fire. It is unclear whether these blazes were a result of the protests. And the current death toll from the demonstrations in Myanmar has surpassed 100, and over 2,100 arrests have been made. In Dubai, UAE, I'm Varsha Subramanian for WTBU News. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune in to our full program Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Varsha Subramanian, Alex Corey, Megan Gregoire, Evan Jimenez, and Gabriela Lopez, I'm Jenny Kornreich for WTBU News.